0: Sanna Visser started in a consultancy company in March. When discussing with new co-workers, Sana found herself faced with exploring the topic of home life and in particular the school run, which is entirely organised by her stay-at-home husband, whose occupation is a full-time dad. Sana speaks about how this works for her family, but also how she still receives a lot of questions regarding her situation. Sana says that although she enjoys speaking at conferences and all that it entails, she doesn't feel the need to speak about her personal life because of the stigma surrounding motherhood. By holding this information back, Sana believed she was protecting herself from being pigeonholed in her company and wanted to feel equal to all her fellow co workers in whatever tasks needed to be fulfilled. Listen to Sana's story. I started a new job back in March. I joined a very big consultancy company. And in one of the very first weeks, I was having lunch with my new co-workers. And at this point, you know, you don't know each other. So you're sort of chatting. Mm. And of course, uh, home life comes up. And I very proudly start talking about my two girls. I've got a five-year-old and a four-year-old girl and they're both absolutely wonderful and I'm chatting about them and how they've just started school and I'm really excited about all of that. And then the colleague sitting next to me, um, he asks a closed-ended question and there's a thing with testers, we take things very literally. So if it's a yes, no kind of question, I'm Mm. gonna give a yes, no kind of answer. We're funny that way. So at this time, he's like, so who picks up your kids if you, do you pick up your kids? That's the way he formulates. It's like, no, I don't. So who takes care of them after school? That's not the way he formulates it. So he's like, do you then um, do some of the days? I'm like, no, I don't. And he continues in this line of, and of course, I'm being very facetious Mm -hmm. here. I'm purposefully not giving away the information. Mm -hmm. But we get through five no's. And at that point, he just sits and stares at me. And he's quiet for a while, very confused look on his face, and I'm—I know where this is going. Like I am seriously pulling his leg, I know that, um, but I enjoy these kind of moments, so I sort of leave it there, see what it does. And he honestly just flabbergastedly says, "So, what are you doing with your kids?" And I like, "Oh, I'm leaving them at home. You know, they're old enough; they can take care of themselves." <sighs> And it is the first open question that he does ask and he's now very seriously seeing that I'm joking but still not finding the answer. It's like the joke with the doctor and then the husband and the son come in and you know, it's I can't operate on this person because it's a family member and no one realizes the joke is that the woman is the doctor, that's the wife. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same kind of moment. And at that point I explained to him, my partner, my husband is a full-time stay-at-home dad. And I would have thought that would have cleared everything right up. And then the next thing is, so he doesn't work at all. Like this guy had a mm. serious yes no kind of <laughs> question mm. asking problem. So it's like yes, so you know, he is. He's he's there all the time. Like, but doesn't he want to work? Is he unemployed? Is this mm. a problem thing? It's like, no, no, it's not a it's, it's by choice. You know, he's very happy uh, with the choice he's made and at the moment has no plans whatsoever to go back into an employment kind of contract where the hours are fixed and there's a any kind of control from a manager or anything like that. He's very happy that way. And he's enjoying the time with the kids immensely. In fact, that's why he stopped working. Mm-hmm. Because at the point where he had his first kid, he went and did 50%. So he cut back his hours yeah. to half of his normal hours. And then by the time the second one came along, uh, he reduced to 40%. Okay. And then when the choice became uh, which one of us is now going to stop working because we had to choose at the time uh, to deal with that, he very immediately said, oh, this is absolutely something I want to do because, and also very clearly, I didn't. Mm -hmm. So at this point, my colleague is literally staring at me with his mouth hanging open, (laughs) having to completely reshift all of the paradigms in his head that this is an option. And I've just been uh, reluctant to talk about this kind of thing when I'm on the stage. I am a public speaker. Mm -hmm. I do enjoy uh, showing my expertise on a stage. I love the interaction with the crowd, getting people to learn something Mm -hmm. new. It's something I get so much energy out of. But I will never go up there. And in the introduction part, say, here's me, here's Sana. I am this company, I do this kind of work. Uh, Like I'll tell them I love Mm -hmm. pizza. I'll tell them I'm a knitting nerd. I knit anything with robots in them. And I'll tell them all sorts of personal stuff, but I will never mention the fact that I'm a mother of Mm -hmm. two very young children with a stay-at-home husband. And the reason I don't want to do that has to do with the stigma that surrounds motherhood. And it's not so much that I'm necessarily thinking I won't be able to combat that or that I wouldn't be able to deal with it, but I do know we have a bias. Mm-hmm. And that bias is mostly in a very kind way, people will be like, let's not give her the hard stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's not do the complicated project with her because she's got young kids. Yeah. So let's make sure that we don't do that. And in fact last year I won Eurostar's Rising Star Award. And I didn't mention to my supporters that I have young kids either. In fact, only last night after a year of work on The Rising Star, Mm -hmm. did I mention to them, uh, Bart and James, Lindsay, Mm -hmm. Bart Knack, that I have two very young children. And it just, it it totally took them aback Mm -hmm. because they were like, but then how did you manage to do all the things you did? And I think that's exactly the reason I didn't tell you. Because if you had known that I'm um, in the situation I'm in, you might not have expected as much of me as you did not knowing. Mm-hmm. And it was very interesting to see it sort of come back. And again, it was in a very friendly way, like happily astonished mm-hmm. that there'd been such good results, uh, despite having a very busy home life. And having kids themselves, mm-hmm. they really knew what I was talking about. So they could uh, frame it in the proper reference. They knew how busy it it gets with toddlers. Yeah. yeah. So sort of calculating back, he was like, oh, but that meant that when you got the award, you had a two-year-old. And then when you won the award, you had a three-year-old. How did you do that? Yeah, And I was laughing because yeah. I, I knew that and I'd, I'd played that card mm-hmm. and I'd chosen to keep it to, like, with me. I, I didn't want to share that. So that was an amazing thing last mm-hmm. night to finally sort of uh, be a bit more open about that. But I wish it wasn't an issue. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, um, if I could take it all away, if I could stop getting questions about my unemployed husband, Mm -hmm. who's not unemployed, who's working a very important job every day, raising two very young girls, who are now modeling him in every way as well. So like, they honestly do not ever ask me, like, which t-shirt has come out (laughs) of the laundry. (laughs) They know not to expect any of those questions. And they are completely transactional in when I'm gone and I'm at conferences it's quite amusing to see mm-hmm. how quickly that shifted yeah so when we made the move everything just clicked for us and everything worked but it's still not something I'm talking about mm-hmm. and this is the first time I'm sharing that with the community in this way because I've noticed that it's now time to open up yeah I think this is a moment for me whereby I've done my rising star work I've shown a lot of the things that I've accomplished with my blockchain testing community, with the really cool products that we're building. And now I can sort of show, yeah, this takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a support system behind everything that I do. A lot of people have been talking to me at this conference and they're like, oh, but you're special. You're doing it in this way and only you could ever do that. And that's just not the truth of it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take away from their compliments. I'm, I'm loving all the compliments. But what it is not showing is that there is a lot of hard work there mm-hmm. and it's actually the support system plus the hard work that then will add up to the achievements and anyone can do this. Mm-hmm. It's just you have to do the trade-offs. Yes. Yes. So you need uh, the balance between you and your partner and if you have your kids you need to really transactionally sort of contract that with each other how you're going to deal with it. if you're. Want to do something like a rising star, and it's the reality. Even the next rising star, Brendan Connolly, he mm-hmm. did mention his family and the sacrifices yes. his wife was making, and it's very accepted for our male speakers to do that. And to he got an applause, literally a spontaneous applause, uh, the moment he mentioned it. And that's not something I think would have happened if I'd done the same, because there's different expectations mm-hmm. for women. So that's something I'm still struggling with and I am now I think officially deciding to open up about that in 2020.